Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Good Friday morning to you. It's actually Thursday evening as we're taping this show. Pac-12 football and beyond um, for this Friday. Wow, it's Friday the 13th. Man, what a what a fitting day, isn't it, for the past uh, date, considering the past couple of days. We um, talked a lot yesterday uh, and almost doing the show in the fog. Shows in the Fog, the pro podcast, as well as the Big 12 football and beyond, the college football show, um, as we were, at least, uh, as the news was coming down um, regarding the effects of the coronavirus in the sports. And while it certainly was nothing that happened what was really surprising, yet it was kind of sobering to realize what was happening to the point where we knew when uh, we woke up this morning, the Thursday morning, that it more we're going to get more of the same, and we certainly did, as obviously um, with not only March Madness, the men's basketball tournament and women's basketball tournament, but all um, winter and spring sports being canceled, um, that means you know college baseball and lacrosse and um, gymnastics and tennis and golf and um, track and field. I mean, um, all of it. It's unlike anything we've ever seen. We're going to get into kind of some of the effects of what's going on around how it's going to affect college football. I mentioned yesterday that two things that are in play here. Um, and I'm going to get into recruiting, and I'm going to get into um, spring practice. But want to remind you again, this podcast brought to you by our great folks at 401k Generation, the experts in money management, investment inquiries, and and I would say uh, amateur psychiatrists at this time of year, as they have probably had to go out and buy a couple of extra couches for their office for people to to really try to get a hold of of what's going on. It's 
all of this is not only a pandemic from a health standpoint, it is <clears throat> panic-stricken for the markets. But you need to turn to somebody that cannot tell you what you want to hear, but tell you the truth and put your mind at ease on what's really going on. A lot of what happens in all of this is just not getting the right information. They can get you the right information. Just like we need to listen to the health professionals on what's going on with this pandemic and how do we get out of it and step by step. We need to listen to the financial experts on what this means for your investments, your 401ks, what have you. They are the ones that can help you do that. Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation, licensed in all 50 states. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, they can be of help to you. So give them a call, give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Once again, 1-866-998-5879. We are excited to welcome in some new members of the family starting in April. Can't wait to talk to you more about that. I want to remind you again, if you're not getting this podcast on your phone, make it easier on yourself. Go to wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Sign up for Landry Football's Conference Call. That's that's what you want to do. That'll get you not only this college show each and every day, which we focus on major college football at the top, and then obviously go into the week that was in the conference with a different, different conference every day. And LandryFootball.com, look, we're still rocking and rolling. Uh, we have uh, certainly... The XFL's closed down shop. There's no, I mean, there's no sports to speak of right now. Um, but free agency is, we'll, we'll get into that in the pro show, but they're looking at possibilities of delaying it. But um, there's certainly some restrictions with travel players visiting facilities that could be an issue. Um, but free agency is going to take place. And the whole process of evaluating your teams, uh, we've got that all on LandryFootball.com. I don't know um, what more I can say about our free agent coverage. And the draft coverage is going to be, you know, the same. But we've got team-by-team free agent strategies, breakdown of their rosters, how players, how every player on the team was graded this past year, Uh, free agent boards, free agent scouting reports. We've got it all for you right now on LandryFootball.com, as well as the notebooks every day that tell you what's going on in the world of free agency. On college football, look, we are – it's a it's an interesting time. It's a – you know, we're going to get right into it. Is We've got spring practice for now for some. Some, as we're going to talk about, are shutting it down. Um, that's going to be an issue. But but certainly as news takes place, recruiting, and recruiting is going to be affected. We'll get into that. So maybe the news cycle won't be as big, but there'll still be things to talk about. There'll still be things going on, and we're going to get to it. And when there's not a lot of news going on because of the travel limitations and whatnot, there are so many things to get into in terms of looking ahead to next season, 
looking ahead to rosters. Fact, it kind of I hate the situation, but it's almost kind of fun to be able to go into some of the recent and long histories of each program, and we can get into more and more of that, as well as take your calls and go to LandryFootball.com, contact Chris to send in your questions. So uh, we've got in our notebooks every day a lot of information related to what's going on in the college game, and right now it is talking about who's planning on continuing their spring practice, who's getting out of it, a lot of that information. So we've got you covered on that. And as things change, we'll update with you and let you know on the latest in recruiting and whatnot. Um, and, And certainly the draft process, which pro days are going to be affected, are being affected, but may not necessarily be eliminated in some cases. We'll we'll kind of keep you up to date on all of that. So that's why we tell you the scouting season offer at LandryFootball.com is the best offer you got going because you get all the detailed information. We're going to have all the draft boards. That's coming next in scouting reports draft room style. So, all right, let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Around the country, we're getting all sorts of cancellations. Now, you know by now that piece by piece, every conference started to cancel their athletic activities, leading to the NCAA announcing their um, activities for the spring being canceled. I was a little bit surprised, and I even tweeted out, you can follow me on Twitter at LandryFootball, that the NCAA would probably postpone the NCAA tournament uh, and see if there was something that maybe could, you know, give it a couple of weeks to see. Uh, Because you're talking about the second, I mentioned this last night, the second largest income-related sporting event in this country next to the Super Bowl. That's gone bye-bye. So when it came out canceled, it tells you a, the severity of how they think this is, as well as, you know, not thinking they can fit it in. Um, obviously, they came to that decision and said, "This is not, this is not the direction we want to go. We're not going to postpone it. We're going to cancel it." So off we go, and there we have it. Um, the only thing going on right now is some spring practices around the Pac-12. I know Washington was being hit. Oregon announced today in their pro day that they're not continuing. They're going to be stopping, not having their spring game. Some are are already announcing cancellation of spring games. Some are saying we're canceling spring practice. Um, Arizona shut down spring activities. USC has canceled spring uh, football practice, as has UCLA, on and on and on. So the question is going to be, on spring practice. And I'm telling you, uh, having been a part of these conference meetings before, coaches' meetings, you know, somebody's had five spring practices or ten spring practices out of their 15, and somebody else has one or two, they're going to want to get those extra practices either, either on the front end of, opening of camp or at some other time later in the spring. 
How's that going to be handled from a competitive standpoint? And it's part of a bigger issue that I don't want to go off on a tangent, as I tend to do, but it's part of a bigger issue. When you don't have good leadership in the sport, when you've got conference commissioners kind of flying by the seat of their pants and NCAA kind of doing their own thing, and it's just, you know, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. They're not really part of the same process. You have disjointed views. You have mixed messages. And you have unfair practices. Not the intent, but that's how it is. That's the lack of of a college football commissioner, the lack of a college basketball commissioner, et cetera, et cetera, to oversee this is so needed, I can't tell you. You've got to be able to fix this. Look, we all understand that different locales, different timings of when you have spring practice, different circumstances of how many positive tests you had near or around campus or in your city, all of that's going to have a tremendous impact on whether you continue Spring practice, and quite frankly, look, I'm a practice guy, and but if you're going to be shutting down classes where you're having to take online classes, how are you? And you're not going to be able to play basketball games in the tournament. How are you going to justify practices? Now you can justify. Well, no fans are at practice, so you don't have the masses that you're dealing with, but you're still dealing with players. Or, you know, I, I think that's it's going to be interesting to see how that's handled. Now, the next thing that has already been affected, we're seeing certain schools, certain conferences saying, we're closing down the school for any pro scouts coming in or, you know, no none of our coaches are going out recruiting until March 30th or until whatever. Michigan's decided that when the evaluation period in April, I mentioned this yesterday, opens up April 15th, they're not sending their coaches out. So, there again, how are you going to handle coaches' evaluation period in April? Again, is this going to be a hodgepodge of everybody's going to do their own thing, every conference for themselves, every conference make their own rule? Or we're going to have some standardization on that. Stay tuned. That's big. I know it's not big as a news item. And it tends to be whatever is the big news item is what catches people's eyes. Behind the scenes, evaluating and recruiting, time spent on the road recruiting these guys, um, spring practice, all of that's very, very important. And if you've got a distinct advantage with the number of days to be able to do either or both, that's a competitive advantage. So, look, it's it's. I mentioned yesterday was going to be a slow dribble on Thursday that we're going to have individual conferences, teams coming out saying this or that, and then obviously we're going to have the big announcements, and we had all that. We're going to continue to have more announcements on spring practice around the country and on conference standards, schools weighing in on uh, whether their coaches are going to go out recruiting at a certain time. We're going to keep you up to date on all that in the, the college football notebook. But 
it is going to continue to happen because every day, and I don't know where this is headed in terms of this whole medical issue, but we're going to have more and more news each day, and it's going to it's going to get worse probably before it gets better. And it's as that happens, it's going to have an effect on the uh, less important areas that we talk about each day in football. Let's get into, though, let's talk a little bit about some news and notes that's taken place around the Pac-12 this past week, though, that um, – you don't have different degrees of importance, but we always like to cover things in detail. Former Miami graduate uh, senior defensive end Scott Patchen is transferred to Colorado State. Remember, we talk in the region, even though they're not a Pac-12 team. We talk about the region, Colorado, Colorado State. Patchen is 6'6", 249. Didn't want to spend the final year with Miami. Didn't play a whole lot in 19. Um, played some against Bethune-Cookman and Louisiana Tech, didn't play poorly. Um, He's going to get some playing time and help him. He's got good size. New Mexico State redshirt junior quarterback Josh Atkins has entered the transfer portal, 6'2", 217. You know, he's a dual-threat guy, and it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. He's got some ability to play, uh, even at a bigger time level, in in a spot where at least compete. Um, transferring North Dakota State, senior linebacker Jabril Cox, we talked about this Monday on the SEC Football and Beyond, is visiting LSU later this March, provided that is still going to be applicable. Uh, Good-looking linebacker, they can come in and help at a need spot for them. Um, a Pac-12 recruiting note over this past week, uncommitted four-star quarterback Miller Moss, um, He's going to make his pledge in early May. At least that's the plan now. 6-2-1-97. He's um, looking at Alabama, LSU in the Pac-12, Cal, Stanford, UCLA, and USC. He's from Mission Hills, California. Um, the other thing that's going to be affected, um, some of these recruiting camps are in jeopardy. Um but as we get into the summer, maybe it's more contained and, and we can get to it. But we're talking about a top 50 overall prospect is Miller Moss, and we'll see if he'll stay on the West Coast in the Pac-12. Some coaching news, um, UNLV is going to hire former USC defensive line coach Chad Kuhohaha, uh to serve in the same capacity. Marcus Arroyo is, um, is doing a really good job of putting together staff. Um, and uh, it's another good one. Montana has signed Bobby Hawk, very good coach, been at Montana for years, still four-year extension. Uh, currently in his second stint, if you remember, as head coach of um, Montana. Ironically, we just talked about UNLV, UNLV. Remember, he left Montana to go to UNLV and had a 15-49 and 49 mark there, and the program struggled. There is belief that this UNLV program can take an upturn with the Raiders in town, the facility that they're going to be able to play in, they may be able to sell. We'll see. Uh, San Jose State has hired former um, Alliance of American Football tight end coach from San Antonio, Josh Oglesby. He's going to be the offensive line coach for San Jose State. Um, He did a good job in the AAF before that league folded. We told you that... Javon Booknight and Oregon were 
parting ways on the coaching staff, Kentucky's hired uh, Javon as the receiver coach. And Brett Maxey, um, IMG Academy defensive coordinator Brett Maxey, former um, New Orleans Saint player, is going to be the um, defensive back coach at Colorado. So good hire for them. Colorado's also hired 49er quality control coach Taylor Embry, service tight end coach, played his college ball at UCLA. Um, he was um, – you know, quality control, as I mentioned, with the Niners. And uh, he's going to um, take over the job previously held by Al Papuna. And uh, no, former Nevada defense coordinator Jeff Castile headed back to West Virginia, where he was uh, once served as a defense coordinator. Uh, he is going there as a defensive analyst. And another, San Jose State, no, they hired Josh Oglesby to serve as offensive line coach. Um, the four-year Wisconsin right tackle, uh, remember, all Big Ten selection, good young line coach, gets the job there for San Jose State. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of um, draft stuff, but I do want to mention some notes, and it may sound a little um, weird. In the head, we know spring practice has been canceled, but in the early stages of spring practice for some, um want to give some updates. Um of what was going on, some injury updates over at USC. Redshirt sophomore Marquis Stepp was dealing with an ankle. He wasn't going to participate in spring practice. Um, same with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's got a sports hernia, wasn't going to participate in spring practice. Um, it looked like um, JT Daniels with the knee injury, coming off the knee injury, Things are going well, I'm hearing, in terms of him being fully cleared by the time fall camp um, arrives. He's going to compete with the sophomore Keaton Slovis, uh, which his reps were going to be monitored um, with that right elbow issue. Um, so those are some of the injury notes there. Over at Utah, um, some of the thoughts as they were headed into practice, and they've got a few practices in under their belt. But Sharif Shah, uh, the corner, uh, really a guy that I know that um, is really good secondary coach, likes to see, uh, want to see a little bit more out of Malone Metali. He says uh, Aaron Lowe, he, he thinks can be a really good nickel, six feet, 180 pounds, nearly left Utah. Announced last April he's going to be transferring, but had a change of heart. And obviously, with all those really good defensive backs last year, he's been asked to master the nickel position. Um, Brunson Boyd is another corner. Um, they're looking for him to be more of a of a role player and a leader. Um, Drew Tavares Broughton is becoming more comfortable in his new role. He was primarily a special teams contributor last year, but he's going to be has to step up in a big way at corner for them. Smart, really good technician. Um, over at Oregon, uh, DeMondre Lenore uh, missed the early part of spring practice at Oregon before they um, they made the the uh, the decisions there. Uh, and over at Boise State, um, and they haven't announced anything yet, so they're still going until further. Uh, noticed, uh, uh, notified otherwise. Boise State junior defensive lineman Scale 
Um, Egahan is going to be limited the early part of practice. He had surgery on both heels this offseason, a little bit behind the eight ball and getting back. Redshirt senior safety Evan Tyler with a pectoral muscle is expected to be out until July. Uh, redshirt sophomore tight end Tynell Hopper has a foot that will be limited in the start, early start of practice. Uh, a couple more days it looks like. And uh, redshirt junior linebacker Ezekiel Noah has got an ACL and a wrist that's been ruled out for the entire spring. Uh, redshirt sophomore running back Danny Smith is going to miss spring practice as well. Played sparingly last year for him. Three-star recruit out of Oxnard. Um, they hope he's ready for the fall. And uh, redshirt junior cornerback Chase Cord is going to miss spring with multiple injuries in his own right. A um, couple of off-the-field issues. The Utah County Attorney's Office is not going to pursue charges against BYU uh, junior linebacker Chaz Ayu. Um, 6'2", 206-pounder, was arrested mid-February for driving under the influence of alcohol, marijuana, reckless driving. It's big news for BYU. Uh, 11-game starter, um, you know, they're going to have to go through a process to rejoin the team, but obviously really talented, good football player. Um, Antonio Alfano, remember him? He's Colorado. He's right now at Colorado. He's a redshirt freshman. Um He's been suspended for violation of team rules. Uh, he arrived in Boulder in January, 6'4", 285. Remember, he was at Alabama. He was suspended late August. Didn't appear in the game. With uh, Carl Durrell coming in, the, the, the freshman had the third head coach, Saban, Mel Tucker, in less than a year's time. Still can't figure out how to do things right. So that's a five-star that's been a complete bust because – Again, character. And, you know, Alabama, really good at vetting these guys, even they weren't able to get it right. So I always like to do uh, get some film room notes on draft prospects within the region or the conference. And, um, you know, I get more and more concerns about LaVisca Chenault's durability, talking with some of the medical people. Uh, he's missed multiple games at Colorado. We knew that due to an injury. Uh, now he's got core muscle surgery. Uh, that may hurt him a little bit. I think that the medical grade is going to determine where he's going to go. He's certainly a very high pick that's going to really, uh, his draft status is going to be affected by the injury. Davion Taylor, the linebacker, is a rare prospect. He did not play any football to the age of 18 due to his family religious beliefs. The upside is that due to his athleticism and evidenced by the testing numbers at the Combine, um, he's, he's unusual in that he just really has no football background, but is tremendous athletically. So the growth potential is there. So do you like him? Do I like him? Yes, but I don't like him high. I don't know that he's going to develop. It will depend on him, but you're developing somebody with a lot of natural skills that just is late to the game. UCLA corner Darnay Holmes talked about him a little bit. An athletic prototype, potential to climb uh, in this cornerback group in this draft. Um, season didn't go all that well. Maybe hurt himself a little bit, but I, you know I think he's got some technique issues when he tries to pattern match. But the guy's got some natural ability to cover. Um, I think the guy's a chance of rebound. Have a really 
good pro career. Isaiah Hodgins, uh, the Oregon State wide receiver, 6'4", 210, has the skills to play inside and outside in the NFL. Um, you know, doesn't have great speed over the top, but, boy, um, he's consistent. He can catch the football. Um, North Dakota State defensive end, Derek Tuska. Um, he's going to have to prove he can effectively play as a 3-4 outside backer at the next level. He's 6'4", 250 run, one, ran 4.79 at, at the combine, 24 reps in the bench. Um, really productive player, played mostly down. He's going to have to show he can play up. That'll determine where he goes in the draft. Um, Stanford linebacker Casey Tuhill is um, another tweener. He's 6'4", 250. Like his testing numbers, ran 40 and 4.62, 39-inch vertical. Um, but he's a guy that, again, played mostly down, probably going to have to play more up, but his ability to play on his feet is going to be pivotal. Good, instinctive, physical football player. You know, Calvin Throckmorton, uh, tackle for Morgan, very highly thought of. Um, 6'5", 317, a little bit of a waistbinder, a little stiff. He's got to improve his lower body explosion, no doubt about that. Um, he's just able to turn defenders at the college level with his upper body strength, but he's not going to be able to do that as easily at the next level. So that's kind of how I see him as a right tackle only that's got to improve his strength to be nearly as effective at the next level. Fresno State linebacker Mikhail Walker. Uh, he's got a chance to, I think, get a roster spot. He was a big part of Fresno State's defense um, last year. He's 6'3", 250. He's got good versatility, lined up as a linebacker and defensive end uh, at times. Uh, got like his versatility. Cal's Jalen Hawkins. Boy, the more I study him on tape, folks, he doesn't have speed. But, boy, is he very physical. He's very tough. 6'1", 208 pounds. Plays with great instincts. Lives for the physical part of the game. Um, he's likely going to be an undrafted free agent because he doesn't have the ability athletically to play in coverage. Um, but I think he could work his way onto a roster. I think he can be an in-the-box safety. I think he can do some things for you on special teams. Interesting guy. Um, Austin Jackson, USC. Like his athleticism at 322. Is in, and I think as he improves his footwork and technique and upper body strength, you know, he can take his game to the next level. You know, people will nitpick a lot of players. We'll, we'll, we'll aggressively talk about players. I, I'll take a guy with a natural foot quickness. Okay, I can improve his footwork. I can teach that. I can teach technique. And certainly can get him stronger. I can't make him more athletic. I can't make him faster for the most part. Keith Ismail. The San Diego State offensive lineman, 6'3", 309. Like him as a versatile guard center prospect. He's played both spots. Um, the versatility is going to really help him out a great deal. He's uh, a good player, and I think he'll be a, a mid to late round pick that has a chance to make the team. So we always try to keep you up to date on – the latest conversations or the, really the film room. 
uh, nuggets on players. Want to remind you that for the detailed draft boards and draft room scouting reports, going to be on LandryFootball.com. We'll begin to work on that. Well, we've been working on it. We'll begin to unveil that here soon. We are unloading on the free agent process over at LandryFootball.com first. But that is coming up. So that's why you want to be a part of LandryFootball.com and take care of the scouting season offer, the best one we've, best offer we've ever had. Take advantage of it today. Less than $5 a month will get you the best football information on the college and pro game that you can ever get from a coaching and scouting perspective. Um, get the perspective of finance professionals by calling the folks at 401k Generation or texting them. Tell them that you want to talk to them. You want to get some information, learn more about what they do, um, get a second opinion. Make sure that you're on track to your financial goals. Give yourself a peace of mind. Uh, make some decisions that, uh, that maybe hadn't worked out. It's okay. You can learn from it and see where you are and what your goals are, and they can help you do that. So reach out to them today at 1-866-998-5879. Make sure you sign up for this podcast so it goes to your phone. Landry Football's conference call is what you want to sign up for wherever you get your podcast. Got a question? Go ahead and send it to LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and I will address it on this podcast. The College Podcast, as you know by now, we do the College Podcast each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. Um, we'll talk college football at the top nationally, talk about big picture items, national items, uh, and not necessarily conform to what conference is the focus of the day at the top. Then we'll get into a weekly recap of the week that was. Inside, So you get essentially a daily college football podcast as well as a weekly conference podcast all wrapped in one. Be sure to flip, all over, uh, flip over to listen to the pro football podcast as well as things are heating up over there. Free agency, the draft, a lot going on there. A lot of news and notes. Um, so we uh, are going to address that over there. Folks, be safe out there. Uh, we know this has been a strange few days, um, a frustrating few days, a scary few days. Listen to the people that understand the most about the process. Make sure that you stay healthy, all the things that you need to do. And be safe, and we'll talk to you again Monday for another edition of uh, the Landry Football's conference called the College Football Show. It'll be SEC football and beyond on Monday, as well as um, the Pro Football Show each and every day as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Chris Lane.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.